You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Welcome back once again to the Area 52 podcast, everybody. How you guys doing? What's going on? Great. Good. <laughs> That's a great and a good. Is that are you is she better than you? Is she doing no, better than you? No, absolutely not. No, I think we're I think we're on the same. It was just a it was it was two different adjectives of the yeah. same level yeah. of, of yeah. enthusiasm. Yes. Right on. It's been a minute. We've been uh we 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 kind of took a bye week, a week off, and uh yeah, and here we are, back again. Yay! Anything exciting happen in the time since we were gone? Anything? I thought to I was going to die from the heat. Yeah. Other than that, there's been some record setting <laughs> temperatures. Yeah, so it was. It's I mean, been... we do kind of live in the basin of a desert, but. Sure. It's but it's awful. been like, I mean, we talked about the heat before, but it's been, I mean, it's been like consistently well over 100. Like you walk outside and it feels like hot needles are poking your, your <laughs> yeah, skin. Yeah, it's like uncomfortable to stay yeah. outside. Like you can't just like get used to it. Yeah. Our dog's been like sitting just sitting around the house like <laughs> like don't let me outside. Yeah, she just <laughs> we bring the fan up and I mean she just lays in front of it. I feel bad. Oh, yeah. oh poor doggy. Yeah. It's tough, but yeah, I don't know. Where how's how's the weather where you guys are? Good? I hope so. Um yeah, in the time since we were gone, um there's been uh, I mean, not really. I haven't seen any like paranormal news stories that specifically that jumped out at me. Any like new discoveries or anything? But there were a couple documentaries and and series that started in the last few weeks, and all all of which have been about either things we've talked about in the past, or um, things that we wanted to talk about, and new developments have been made. So I just kind of wanted this week to go over. Um, I, I we all watched the same things, uh, and go over. Kind of the uh, you know the 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 three main things this week that we talked or that we watched, and just kind of get your uh, get your your feelings on what you what you thought of this. Um, first off, I do want to say this has been interesting. Um, History Channel has just started this new series called American Ripper, which is interesting. Now there are only two yeah. episodes in, so what we have right now is the basis for. I don't know how many episodes they're going to do. I don't know if this is a four episode or a six episode. I don't know how long they're stretching this out for, but it's kind of like a short series. And it proposes that Jack the Ripper was actually H.H. Holmes. Yeah. Which is my favorite serial killer, by the way. H.H. Holmes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and when I heard that, I was like, there's no possible way. But when you watch the series. You're like, yeah, maybe there's a way. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I didn't realize it was the same time either. Yeah. And that's that's what's most convincing about this. For those of you that don't know about H.H. Holmes, he was touted as being America's first serial killer. Yeah. His real name was Herman Webster Mudgett, but he was better known by his alias, Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. Or H.H. Holmes. He's believed to kill anywhere from, to have killed anywhere from 20 to 200 people. That's a staggering gap. Between, and those murders took place between 1891 and 1894. He died in prison in May of 1896. He was only 34 when he died. So he had got busy killing. Why did he die? Why did he die in prison? What did he die from? I don't remember what he died from. Hmm. I thought he was executed. Maybe he wasn't executed. No, he was executed. Maybe that's what he was hung. I'll see if I can. Was that what it was? Was he hung? 
Okay, well. For his crimes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he got, I mean, for they jaywalking. busted him. <laughs> jaywalking. Was, you got to be careful with ones, that jaywalking. The other ones where they couldn't get him to stick. Um, the, the whole premise of this series is that his great-great-grandson, a guy named Jeff Mudgett, who was, uh, uh, what was he, an ex-lawyer, police officer, investigator, he had some... Uh, history of the law he he truly believed that his great-great-grandfather h.h holmes was jack the ripper and this this series kind of goes through his i guess evidence or his Mm -hmm. theories and they try to prove it right and and what they've done so far so far like i said they've only aired two episodes so we don't have a full i guess take on this yet yeah but what they presented is pretty goddamn interesting. Yeah, definitely. I've been I've been pretty fascinated. I, I'm totally interested in it. I I uh I think there's enough because I was with you, Melissa. I was like, oh no. Yeah, like because two totally different people. Yeah, right. And but we, then even at the, the beginning when they present like, well, that would have been like the beginning of his murdering career. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't like as right. precise about it. I mean, it. even as I was watching it, I was like, No, it's Charles Allen Lechmere. I know oh, that yeah, it is. We, we talked about this. I'm like, I've got Jack this I've got this covered for you. Can't ask me a question. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but honestly, it was it was kinda like I was I was really sold on some of the theories that we had. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of started looking into this and them speaking more about the the medical doctor and, and things that we had talked about. And and Lechmere was a butcher, which could yeah. explain, you so know, he'd know anatomy and, yeah. and anatomy and and how to uh, cut something out of something. But um, being more of a doctor thing. And I don't know. Yeah, there here's here's the here's the the couple points that they have made um, you, one without even needing to really. Watch the show if you look at the pictures of H.H. Holmes because there are pictures. Of oh, H. yeah, H. Holmes. totally. Um, he, like you pointed out, yeah. Oh, he kind of looks, I, I guess, like how people uh, illustrated. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were going to finish the thought or not. <laughs> no, or I, sometimes I, you do that. <laughs> he was extremely vain, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he went after that look, yeah. So, I think that I don't know, he kind of resembles how people either illustrated him to look like or reports of him. I just don't know if there were any. Did anybody say within that time if were the reports of the Ripper? Did they say if he had um, a British accent well, or if he had an in, American accent? They like, were well, talking about that in some of the notes. They were saying it was written more like a the um, new the next world episode. Style. Mm. That's what they previewed in the next yeah. episode. Okay, they said that that there was a suspect who who was uh, was American that was questioned, and they uh, yeah, like you were saying, they kind of hinted at the idea that the Language the was language a that the the from hell letters were written in, which oh my god, may if or H. H. may Holmes not was from hell, <laughs> may or may not have actually come from Jack the Ripper, as we talked about in our right. Jack the Ripper yeah, episode. Right. But they did say that it wasn't the wording of what a typical British person mm-hmm. would have would have huh. how a British person would have worded a letter. Very interesting. So that's interesting. Um, but he can be tracked by legal documents for most of his life. There's there's yeah. uh, real estate documents, things he was in trouble with the law. I mean, there's 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 legal records of of homes, and he can be tracked by those legal documents for most of his life, except for a three year period, which does include. But it gets so weird. And coincide with the time frame of the Ripper murders. Hmm. So he just kind of disappeared, and as they pointed out, it was interesting that that back then, because there, you know. These ships were people were just getting on to go across. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that you could just say, "I'm John 
Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt and, you know, whatever. Get on the the boat. Doesn't matter. Rose does that in the end of Titanic. Yeah. She's Rose (laughs) Dawson now. Yeah. That's who she is. She because. Yeah. Because, and that's that's really a lot of that happened. So you, I mean, people could just disappear. It wasn't the same. Uh, Records also show that Holmes uh, visited London sometime around 1888. how, How do they know that for certain? Because there was... They had talked about in the show that he read a, cer- a certain paper because of from where he was from. Like, was the Boston Globe or something? It was like one of the papers that he really liked to read from the area that he was from. So there was a journal entry or a letter or a postcard or something from him saying he couldn't find it. He couldn't find his, his paper anywhere around London or something like that. Oh. And that. Oh. If only the internet would have existed back <laughs> and then. Yes. That was. And it, it was. It was proven that that was not prior to 1888 because of his. There was no record of him going to London prior to that. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so also it does say that, um, you know, and and when you when if you remember correctly, Jack the Ripper killed from August to November of 1888, uh, and then the first uh, murder castle killing, like back here in America, took place in September of 1889. So it was oh, like okay. he go, he he disappears, kind of goes to to maybe goes to London. The mur- the Ripper murders happen. He comes back, and there's a short six month period before the murder castle's up and running. And they said something like, "Well, well did they? Ha- is a record of when he purchased the land and exactly how long it took for this? There's murder gotta be, to and be? I'm sure that I they'll probably that, go into that. What was the on hotel name? I think that what they said, and I, I'll go back because, like I said, I think once this is over, we should talk about this whole thing. Yeah, but he did. They did say, I believe, in the first episode that it was like he left be- while this was being mm-hmm. built, like while during the construction. Built, yeah, and then he came back, but." I'm with you. I want to know more about, like, there's a whole documentary on H.H. Holmes himself, which I would, it's not about him being the Ripper. Right. And I would like to watch that. He's just fascinating. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. What he did was horrible. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. terrifying. But he was like one of those crazy, crazy smart people. And as soon as in the show, they talk about how you could sell organs for money, like even back then. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe he went to London to kill people, which is what he loves to do, to make, and make money, make money. Yeah. so he can have his like murder yeah, right. castle back in America. And there said, were a lot of things that he had done. Are you going in the same place I am? I don't know. Go ahead. Um, about how in, in America he would actually take people, and he was kind of uh, a con man, I guess. Oh, he's a total in, con man. You know, with, uh, with insurance companies, and he would buy out insurance policies on either live people or dead people yeah. and then provide the body one way or the other. And then collect the money off of them. And some, I think, he was taking and he was stripping them down to their skeleton and cleaning them and selling them to medical schools because, I mean, they were very hard to come by in those days. Yeah. yeah. And they, they didn't don't ask think they, they, didn't have, they didn't have fake yeah, ones. Yeah, they're just like, oh, it's so, a skeleton. Right. And they Ooh, needed them for the skeleton. <laughs> Creep, so, creepy doc. He made like a cool, a cool yeah. buck off of those two. I mean, I think it was like, what, two grand equivalent of what? Which, how yeah. crazy is that for somebody who loves to like kill people to make money off of it, dead bodies? Were, yeah. Like, right. I know. Right. Oh I mean, he God. was, but he was that. He was a smart guy as well. And, and for those people who don't know, and, and I, I really think we should do an episode on, on Holmes himself, but. This murder castle he built was this insane building that had like doors that went to nowhere and rooms. Once you were locked Secret in, you couldn't rooms. get out. And they I torture mean, it was, rooms. It was trap doors. I mean, stuff. he was yeah. just just an absolute insane person. So you know, I mean, some of the stuff that they're talking about, um, the idea that uh, a, a surgeon's knife could have accounted for the murders uh, or the the wounds and and injuries yeah. in, in the Ripper murders, yeah. and so. Um, you know, it's interesting, 
uh, to, I don't know, it's interesting to to imagine the possibility that these two guys are the same. Interesting. It's way scary to even think about <laughs> that they're the same person. Yeah. Like, it's just so much evil. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, It will be interesting to see what they present. There's a whole lot more that they're going to get into with this. It's pretty, it, I mean, it, it is, as with any of these kind of sensationalist documentaries, kind of trying very hard it's to prove its point. It's in favor of, sure. of its It's of not its trying point. to yeah. disprove. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's trying to go that, that direction. Was Holmes. And there, it's so weird, too, because in the second episode, they take that scarf that we talked about that was, like, the evidence that oh, was left yes. behind. Right. And so there's this family that has, like, a portion of the scarf, like, in a frame, and they go visit them to get mm-hmm. the portion of the scarf. And I'm like, how odd is that? Like, It's very weird. We just have this, you know... Framed in our living room. They're hoping that um, if they can get any kind of DNA off of it, yeah. they can match it to what's to the his guy because he's like Jeff, the yeah, Jeff Jeff Drake yeah. grandson or yeah. whatever. So. And it was weird when they were talking to the lady because she said, or the lady who's going to do the DNA testing, and she said, "It's so sensitive now; we can even get DNA just off a touch." Wow. Because there's no blood on the scarf part right. they have framed, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's insane!" Wow. Like. I mean, sweat or any, you know, I wow. mean, your skin Could comes you imagine, off all the I mean, time, but that's honestly, so crazy yeah. to me to think about. We've talked about this uh, before with with multiple, you know, unexplained murders, Hinter mm-hmm. effect, uh, you know, Jack the Ripper. If we had had forensics, if we had understood the importance of roping off a crime scene, uh, you know, looking oh, for yeah. evidence, how many of these crimes would not be unsolved and would not be mysterious? And they go, oh, well, there was just footsteps that nobody talked about that went off into the woods. And, oh, there <laughs> exactly. was this that nobody, yeah. you know, I mean, it could have totally. been easily. And we're going, what? These are so <laughs> unexplainable. And they go, no, it was this guy. We just didn't yeah, write it down because it was 200 years ago. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. But it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, speaking, I mean, if they either they're going to be able to get DNA off of that or not. Well, you know? it, and then. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If they do, we'll find that out in episode amazing. four. And then, right. And well, <laughs> then my point is, over. like, if that's done, like, they would have already had to essentially test this, right, and know right. the answer. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know Who if that But they won't reveal it till later. Yeah, it's got to be part okay. of the show. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting theory. So I think once this is all done, let's do an episode about Holmes and, yes. and about the that Ripper. And, but, yeah, check out the first two episodes. It's called American Ripper. It's on History Channel. I believe it should be on demand. Uh, yeah, it's a cool, interesting, interesting series. Um, another special, it wasn't a series, just one hour or two hour show on one night. Um, you guys probably heard about this because it was all over Facebook. There was little videos. There was all this stuff that was like teasing it. Um, but there was a documentary on, uh, recently that kind of rewrites the Amelia Earhart story as we know it, which was, was... For those of you uh, who aren't fully uh, up to date on on Amelia Earhart, uh, she was an American pilot who, according to the story up till now, you know, crashed her plane uh, somewhere over the South Pacific while trying to fly around the globe in 1937. Most people just assume she crashed her plane and died. But this new documentary actually proposes that perhaps she didn't. That perhaps she landed on an island due to engine trouble or running out of gas or something and was actually captured by the Japanese and died in a Japanese prison. Yes. Yikes. Now all of this came about because somebody found a photograph 
of what appeared to be Amelia Earhart and her co-pilot standing on a on a on a pier. Uh, she was seated, looking out at what looked like a freighter hauling their plane away, or hauling their plane yep. into uh, into. And it was a real fascinating thing. And when you look at it, I mean, it's they've got some very valid, valid, valid points. They do look out of place, and it does resemble Fred and Amelia. Yeah, when you look Very at... Very much so. When, yeah, because they show the other pictures next to the picture. Mm-hmm. The one with him, the overlay of Fred with uh-huh. his his hairline. I mean, it's it's identical. It totally looks and like the her, people in the picture. she's sitting there. It's clearly a woman, clearly wearing pants, clearly not dressed like any of the native native women who would have been there. Uh, was it uh, Milia Toll, where, the, where mm-hmm. the picture was taken, which would have been where they were taken, and from there taken to prison? But um, it's it's pretty fascinating. So I wanted to kind of go through this documentary, talk about a little bit of what it presented, and uh, and then kind of get you guys' idea about how much you believe this, what you think. So um, essentially, it says that um, there's a lot of actual maritime proof for this as well. I mean, they can actually trace weather patterns because originally people had thought that she was hundreds of miles further kind of uh, – northeast than she actually was and they said that based on weather logs for the time they'd actually tracked her route and showed that as per her pilot records and the description she left she appeared to be off course which would have put her in the region of the marshall islands and millie atoll where she was reported to have crashed because she wanted to go to howland island correct? yeah she thought she was up higher and she right and apparently that was her next had drifted down point. right and so people think that she may have like ran out of gas and tried mm-hmm. to bring it down on this you know, when you're looking at these this kind of little bank of islands in the Marshall Islands, there was one that had kind of a strip of sand uh, before you hit this coral lagoon. And, and they pointed out that would have been a great place if you're in the air to look down and go, I'm going to take the plane and put it right there. Yeah, a little natural yeah. landing, landing strip. spot. Um, there's a, and, and the thing is, is that in these Marshall Islands, for years there have been stories and legends of the time that uh, a, a plane landed and a white woman and a white man were taken away by the Japanese. There and was, the thing was, the, the Marshall Islands were off limits to Americans at that time. Yeah, they couldn't. So, so if, if they had if they had landed there, the, if even if they had crashed there and there was debris, yes. Americans couldn't search that area mm-hmm. because it was the war was getting ready to happen. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people what this kind of proposes is that not only and we'll go through it. Not only was there a lot of evidence that said Amelia Earhart landed there, that said that people saw her, but that the, um, that the U.S. government, the military, knew that, they, that the Japanese had her. Yeah. But they couldn't let on that they knew because if they did, it would let the Japanese know that they were able to break the code. Right. And so it would have ruined a lot of, a lot of uh, I guess, military planning yeah. for World War II. And so... It's almost like they were, I think the guy in the thing says, the first casualties of war because they were, they couldn't have been rescued because we would have played it our, showed have our hand. It right. threat to national security. Yeah. And, and I mean. And I mean, of, they had military records, military files that said that they were aware that she was. Captured. Um, captured, mm-hmm. being held a prisoner. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, sad. Yeah. And, and, and really when you, when you think about that, I think we talked about this, like you kind of go, man. It probably would have been better for her to have crashed her plane. 
than somewhere to have, else than to have lived well no oh, i mean like like, like, like like if you got to go down from get, the crash. It, it sounded like what they what they insinuated was that somebody uh, another eyewitness as a little girl had actually seen her and fred be taken out to the woods and beheaded oh my god out in the woods they said that they had beheaded and they were trying to dig in the grave and look for the bodies where they said they'd been buried in this this corner of this cemetery um, and when they did, they actually found um, skull fragments, and they mm-hmm. tested that. I mean, this is the thing. The girl's story said that she saw a man executed there. Oh, okay. she, well, she has claimed that's where Fred was executed. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they went out there and dug for that, they found um, skull fragments. And when they tested it, was actually a woman's skull, and it oh, was no. of anywhere um, they estimated Well, she was wearing 40. pants, so she'd look like a man. Yes, and, and she could have. Um I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of different things about what they say. Some say that she died in the in a you know a, a prisoner of war prison. I guess you could say or yeah, like I don't. They actually they had a name up. for the prison. And I I don't know it, but um, yeah, just it was the like prison that. in Saipan. It yeah. was like a yeah. I I don't know if it had a name either. Yeah, that's so sad. But like you were saying, there's lots of people that had stories uh, that a plane actually had come down with two and, white people getting yeah, out. yeah. and there's like woman. stamps yeah, in from fact, the Marshall there, there Islands that a show commemorative up. stamp series yeah that was about the plane landing mm-hmm. and these two I mean they had him they had history of it the, the son of an eyewitness actually told the story that his father saw a white lady and a man land their plane the Japanese took them away and these people had also never heard of Amelia Earhart. Right. Yeah. They don't know that she's famous. They have mm-hmm. no reason. They just remember the day that because most of these people. At that point in their life, these eyewitnesses, these little girls, in fact, the one little girl, um, what was that lady's name? Um, Josephine Akiyama. Josephine Akiyama was a little girl and was, was, she was, she's now she's 90, but she was only 12 when she claimed she saw Amelia Earhart because she delivered her brother, uh, her brother-in-law, his lunch at the airbase there you know, on the island that she lived where the, where the Japanese were. She said she was had never seen Juliet it. Atoll? Yeah, I think so. And where they had the, yeah, and they had like, it was before she was taken to the prison or something. And she said she saw her there and she had never seen a white woman, but also that, like you said, she looked like a man because she had short hair and she mm-hmm. had pants, but she only knew she was a woman because everybody was saying woman the flyer, woman, woman flyer. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I mean, these people had no reason to, to to remember this as Amelia Earhart, they remembered it as the first time they ever saw a white woman. Wow. Yeah. Like, this was a powerful memory for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And Amelia couldn't speak the language, right? No. No. No, neither. So they're, they're could you imagine how that scared they were? That would be awful. No. Poor thing. Um, a radio transmission was received that was believed to be from Earhart's plane back in the day. They showed this, mm-hmm. that, that gave a location of 281. It came through as 281 North Howland. So a search party was sent 281 miles north of the Howland Islands, but found nothing. But if they would have gone 281 degrees from the Howland Islands, oh, it goes no. to Millia Toll. Yes. No. So it's almost like there was a lot of there was a lot of evidence showing that that this happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. That that Amelia Earhart landed in yes. in the Marshall Islands, was taken away by the Japanese, and that the American military, the American government, knew about it. But couldn't couldn't acknowledge it because it would have played their hand going into World War II. Oh, that's awful. It's crazy. It just it it's just so sad because they land and I assume they probably thought somebody's gonna come get us. And they well, were so all, peaceful. That's another just, reason it's sad right. to me. Like But if you're the Japanese and it's it's you know, 
It's they wouldn't know. I mean, they thought she was a spy. Yeah, Yeah, why are you flying over us? You flying trying to enemy? She can't tell them that she's just. I'm just trying to do with. I'm just trying to fly around the world for no reason. Oh yeah, during wartime. Are you stupid? (laughs) You know, I mean, it's it it's oh that's awful. It's just so it's just so sad and scary. Now, I don't know. I watched this. Um, the picture, the picture, and the and the the way they kind of superimposed over other shots of the bodies and stuff. I was like, that's if that was all they had, I would have been still on the fence. Going, all right, maybe. But with everything else they presented, yeah, with yeah, the, with the location, the fact that they had found what what seemed to be pieces of her plane on Millie Toll. Yeah, the, the pieces of the plane are what really got me because I'm like, what else would that be from? Because they explained how. Um, she were like you were explaining before on the uh, other side of the island where there was kind of that sandbar that would have made that natural landing strip mm-hmm. that after she would have landed there, if they would have seen her, they would have actually had to take the plane to the other side of that island to get it off of there. And since then, the the embankment or whatever has has extended itself, right. you know, naturally with whatever. And they went back. And the same research group, and they went, you know, kind of along this path that the plane would have had to be taken, and they found some metal, and they took it back, and it was aluminum, and it was consistent with what a plane could have been made from, and and and, uh, and the shapes and and, and they everything. And that to a what was it, a Lockheed? What was our plane? Boeing. Or, yeah, it was something. No, it was I can't. A, uh, I'm, oh. I forget myself too. <laughs> anyway, it, like maybe like a a Cessna. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, it was like a almost like a. I'll figure it out. Point being, they had so much evidence. It was like it was a Lockheed Electra. Yeah. L10. Okay, you're right. Yeah. But no, it was. Um, it's it's a real. Oh, and they also found those wheels, the aluminum wheels. Yeah, mm-hmm. the wheels that were on there that, that they said were consistent with what the Japanese would have used to move something yeah. heavy across an and island. There were three like sets, so plane. like an unto the three parts of where it would have to be positioned under two. Right. They would say that would make sense because. The three parts that make contact with the ground of a plane would be the tail and the two wheels. So, yep. The nose. I don't know. I am. I am. I'm fairly convinced on this one. This didn't seem like a wacky out there conspiracy theory that was trying to teach me something that I. This was like, look, here's here's a bunch of well documented. Now it's I'm sure simple. that there's probably some flip sides to these things. However, that picture. I mean, you know. There, there's just it, it was very very convincing and it seems like that's kind of the answer that's it's it's again one of those things where you go oh my gosh it's so mysterious and then you kind of go oh it's not it's tragic it's pretty simple sample yeah it all makes sense i mean it's sad but it makes sense yeah like of course america would know that would made america a lot of sense. Be able to do they, anything uh, yeah especially they explain it about how uh when she's flying and she I don't know. She's she puts into her log that she's encountering a storm that she sees that. However, there that weather wasn't near uh, Howland Island when she was flying that way, Mm-mm. but it, it was, was up by you know, Millie Atoll. And they kind of showed this path that was like slightly another angle up, you know, upwards from where she yeah. would have been flying. And and you know, she radios back that she's going to turn around and she's going to find uh, the other chain of islands, and there's no way that she can miss them. And so, if she was up there, she would have immediately. The first one that she would have seen was. Miliatol in, in the part of the Marshall Islands, and they they even they even go so far as to get an old timey radio and try to transmit from the Marshalls to yep. see if anybody back in the mainland can pick them up. And they do get, I mean, it, it, there's there's a storm when they're trying to do it, but they do get people kind of trying to respond to them. So the, at least the signal would have reached. Yeah. So it's I don't know. 
it's a, it's a really sad thought to think that that's how Amelia Hart died. That's yeah. awful. Um, she was a she was a brave woman who tried to do something far before any of her peers or you know even dreamed of doing what she could do. And so to think that that's how she died and that it was kind of like this this sacrifice for national security. It's just horrifying. It, just, really it really blows. So, yeah. I mean, you, you, there's a lot of evidence, and you don't really want it to be true. But I, on this one, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna say they get the stamp of approval. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Are you sold? Are you 100 percent on the Amelia Earhart thing? Are you still on the fence? You wobble a little. Well, the very... picture is being disputed yeah. on the internet right now, and the History Channel is looking into it. What are they saying? They're saying that there was a Japanese blogger who said that the picture actually came out in a Japanese book two years before Amelia Earhart flew around anywhere. And they have, do they have? Well, it's a Japanese blogger, though. So, I mean, they might want it to just not be on Mm. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might be saying that. So, well, that'll be interesting to see if there's there's any kind of follow up to that. Yeah. And History Channel's acknowledged it on their website. Like, well, it's um, all over the internet. Well, good. Uh, you know, they're that's like, good. we're looking into this, but here's the evidence still. Right. And, and I mean, if you minus the picture from that story. It's still convincing it's without still the pretty picture. Convincing. Like, but I, I'll say because that. Because there is the, the military documents. anyway. Right. There's the military. That they know that there's like a couple of them. One, that they know that she is in, you know, kind of in their possession. Mm-hmm. And I believe, two, that they knew that she had been executed. Correct? Right. I yeah. think that. I think they knew yeah. that. But it is interesting when you look at that because it's like the the boat in that picture looks like the, the boat, boat on the stand. Like yeah, it off looks the like plane. it really does. There's, I mean, it's fucking convincing. And then there's convincing. two like yeah. Americans. I mean, it's just and, then and their they faces the, match the size like, of the thing. Yeah, that was I mean, like twenty six feet. The and picture that's exactly is the length totally of convincing. That's why I thought maybe the blogger put it out there as just like to try and to try to fuck with somebody, yeah. troll people. Who knows? Yeah, but. I mean, in, look until the until there's a. A, a documentary that's in depth as much as that one was proving the other <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to listen to just one dude be like, "I saw it in a book." Yeah, I saw it in a book. It two was years in a prior. book. It can't be right. Yeah, I, you will find out. That'll be and interesting. And on the blog, there's no on. picture of the book either. Just See, there we go. <laughs> well, how come, yeah, how come they can't provide the book? Well, just exactly. I, that's I remember History that Channel picture from says. a book. It was. It then came out in 1935. <laughs> Get out of here. We'll find out. I don't know. Who knows? It might be It might be all bullshit. You never can tell. It's hard to say. Um, it is a great documentary, though. It was I'm, really I'm cool. very convinced that that's what happened, Watch tragically. It. Watch it. It was called, uh, what was it? The, the, the Lost Ag- Evidence. Amelia Earhart, Amelia the, Earhart Lost the Lost Evidence. Right. So check that out. Um, also on History Channel. So the first two are basically History Channel. I really like the History Channel. I just want to throw that out there right now because I feel like <laughs> they're going into such interesting uh-huh. things. They, they like, really are. I think it's because it kind of took off with ancient aliens. UFO and they, hunters, yeah, all and of their stuff. they realized there was like, that's what people liked to watch. Yes. And now they're getting really cool shows. Yeah. Y- y- uh, there's one that I just I just um, down, er, recorded. It's on our DVR. I started watching. I was 12 minutes into it, and they, it was about Roswell. Oh, and, nice. And it was uh, really interesting. And they started talking about the formation of the Majestic 12 and everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm coming back to this. I don't <laughs> like, have time. I can't go into this I've right watched now. 17 documentaries. <laughs> we don't have time to add another one. Now, we will come back to you, Majestic 12. Um, because we did, however, we did watch another one. And this, 
Okay. We this love is... documentaries. We love well, documentaries. We, but we do. That's the thing. I There's totally so many do. great I documentaries out. Documentaries. Um, I mean, in addition to the ones, to be honest, in addition to the ones that we watched for the podcast, I think we've watched a few other oh, ones yeah, no. as well. You can't help it because we... you click on one yeah. thing and then you get like a pop-up and you're like, I'm going to watch that too. Yeah. It's, so it's been, it's been, it's been a lot of stuff that we've watched, but this one really stuck out. Uh, it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix... Uh, you can watch it right now. In fact, if you have Netflix, even if you don't have Netflix, go sign up for Netflix <laughs> before you Netflix. finish. Netflix before you best. finish, yeah. Why, why don't you have Netflix? Get but, with it. But before you finish listening to this, stop this and <laughs> go watch it. Go watch the You're documentary. You're probably going to need to because of what we're going to talk about. And then about. we're going to talk about all of this. There's so just so much this, to it. This really isn't okay. In the in the sense that that. Even if you hadn't watched the documentary and we spoil everything, it's not really spoilers because you're still going to go, oh, fuck, I want to watch that. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not spoilery, but we're going to tell you everything that this dude sees and everything might, you see in this I documentary. I might make fun of it a little bit. And you I'm sure can. And well. that's what we're going to do. That's what I want to do. I'm on the fence. Here's what we're going to do. It's a rough one. This is what I'm going to present to you guys, okay? When we went back through it, I kept a list of all of the things that he reported. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through them. Okay. I'm going to present them to you one by one so we can go through. Because otherwise, it's going to get messy. We're going yeah, to there's so much shit. Jump all over the place. Right. So let's go through what this is. Let's start off by talking about this. This, do- this documentary, like I said, on Netflix, it's called Extraordinary, The Stan Romanek Story. Okay? You can't miss it. It's all over the front page. It's new releases. It's got you can't a big miss it. alien on the cover for yeah. it. Extra, it's like extraordinary, like extraterrestrial. Extraordinary. extraordinary. <laughs> um. The, the basic premise of this is that Stan Romanek is a man who lives, he started, in I believe, in Texas or Oklahoma, and then he moved to Nebraska. Um, but since 2003, or I believe it was 2003, 2000, no, since 2000, 2000 yeah. he has had and documented and kept track of and videotaped and audio taped and took pictures of some of these. He has had over 195 individual extraterrestrial encounters. Now, this ranges everywhere from taking photographs of UFOs, uh, glowing orbs, triangles, discs, metallic structures. He has taken pictures of, he has seen aliens, alien hybrid children. I mean, he's gone through so much stuff. He has videotaped what he claims are extraterrestrials. He has gone through all sorts of things, and he presents all of it in this documentary. I mean, he shows you everything that he talks about, and he talks about it. They kind of present all the evidence first, and then it goes back, and he presents his case and talks about it all. It's very fascinating. Um, Some of it's very believable, and some of it is... A little comical. Ridiculous uh, horseshit. A little comical. So that 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 is where we lie today. In in like in the middle of mm-hmm. Okay. I feel some like of this like stuff is, is four possibilities for explanations. This on is okay. totally one okay. of those like bullshit or not cases. Right, yeah. right. So and I hold now I, I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, because of the way this turns out, like I'm not there's no there's no way we're going to offend Stan. In, in, in our, we might get an angry letter from Stan. Right. I, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not calling any, well, okay, let's just go through this. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Here we go. Okay. Let's just start with, he, it began 
His first encounter was December 27th of the year 2000. He was just driving around uh, trying to take pictures of, you know, videotape for to send to his Oh, yeah. He was in Colorado. His girlfriend was in Nebraska. In Nebraska. That's right. He was in Colorado. And he was trying to get her to come visit him in Colorado. So he was taking pictures of the landscape. Videotaping mountains. Yeah, to make it look like, oh, come to Colorado. It's so pretty. And he panned his camera up as he was driving, and he saw what looked like a, a big... Metallic, hot air balloon. Hot air balloon, garbage can floating in the air in it. And he it was round. It, and it was round and it's hanging in there and it changes color and it moves mm-hmm. and you can tell. And he, I mean, it's definitely something in the air. Yeah. It's, it's not, this isn't CG. This isn't put in. This is 2000, okay? This yeah. guy didn't have a Photoshop at home. This is a long time ago. And over the next few years, he videotaped a lot of and photographed Strange a lot of, of interesting stuff. structures from, and it was all, like all the different types of UFOs. Yeah, he got all of yep. them. He got all of them. Yep. <laughs> he got like the, the bell. black triangle. Yep. He got the, the you said it. What did you say about the triangle? <laughs> oh, I said it looked like a, a Doritos to, or Totino's pizza roll. He just tossed <laughs> the pizza in the air. Yeah. God damn it. Now I want Totino's <laughs> pizza roll. Pizza good, huh? roll. Yeah. We're good. getting some pizza rolls tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I mean, when you go through his pictures, his videos, yeah. he has taken video of lights, video of these metallic objects, video of discs. He has taken pictures of discs. He has taken pictures of triangles. He's gotten, like we said, he's taken one of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of them, you know, I guess there, there will always be, if you're a skeptic of the UFO phenomena, even the clearest picture of an actual UFO ship we will not convince you because you don't believe it's in always it. going to be yep. fake. There's always a chance you could fake it. Now, is there a chance that he could fake any of the stuff, he, any of these pictures of UFOs? Let's just ask that question. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Did they look fake to you, the pictures, the videos of the fake stuff? We're going to ask these questions about each and everything. Okay. They looked a little low quality. Yeah, but uh, it was like it started in like the two thousands. I mean, too. yeah. Let me, let me say, his pictures are not what I have qualms with. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but same we're, here. we're gonna, but <laughs> so, we're gonna go through the evidence. There, there's some of the videos that I really thought were like, what on earth would that be? And there was the one orbs, that looked right? the orb one. What the fuck are those? But, but we're like, gonna get to the orbs. But, oh, but sorry. I'm still UFOs. There was one oh. UFO that reminded me of the first one he saw because it had that hot air balloon shape yeah. and it was like at night and it was changing color right like kind of rainbow colors yeah and that was the one where i was like i've never mm. seen a ufo yeah. like that before he's that got the ones with real, the, with like the ones really with the balls real. circulating around yeah. a bigger ball i mean he's like some of those look really real right and it's not something and and to what you just said you're goddamn right they do they look really low budget but <laughs> if they were low budget and fake you'd know no, I'm just saying, you asked if I thought they were fake. I'm right. just saying, I'm not saying they look fake or one thing. I'm just saying they look okay. low, low quality. Sure. So let's, let's, so let's sign off so on I'm the UFO So I'm saying that does not what necessarily you, make them fake. Right. What do you guys think, bottom line, about his UFO footage? Just his UFO footage and pictures. Uh, is this in the I believe you, this seems credible column, or is this in the... I think I was still with him on the up UFOs. there. Yeah. Okay. I was the, with the him, because that's are... in the beginning of the documentary. Right. I was still like, okay. Yeah. And that seems and, like yeah. something and most people... usually abductees do see a lot of UFOs. I can like right. genuinely so... tell you the point where I... I we, well, we'll get there. It jumped the shark, and well, I was like, can, I don't know. <laughs> you can tell us. You can I tell don't us know. When we get to, when we get to yeah. the shark. Yeah. Um, okay. He, like you said, he, he, he did through hypnotic uh, regression. He goes and he, he talks about and realizes, discovers 
that he was abducted multiple times. Um, some of the abduction encounters uh, left him with different things, uh, injuries and marks, and we'll get into those. But one of the main things, then one of the first things that he remembered was a series of equations. He yes. would get these equations in his head, and he would be able to come out of this hypnotic regression and just go, oh, yeah, you want me to write down the symbols and the, the things that I saw, these equations? And it, it's Stan, it was interesting because he could not only recall the abduction experiences but be able to write out these mathematical equations that some of them actually were proven to uh, contain Aramaic Aramaic uh, symbols, um, old, old ancient writings that, I mean, I, he, that you only have to do in the most hellish math classes right. known to man. <laughs> but according to a a, a mathematician, a, a a PhD physics professor, whoever they were, they talked to at the end. I mean, uh, some of these equations that he that he brought back in his head did, in fact, have to do with propulsion, or they were the Aramaic symbols mm-hmm. spelling out the word propulsion, or yeah. things that that had the the basis in our uh, sense of physics, but in order to work, they needed parts of physics that we didn't understand yet. So there were some truths, some actual working truth to these physics, well, I guess to these, yeah, these physics equations that he had in his head. Yeah. Now. I mean, the equations for me are one kind of one of the things that I don't really understand how to disprove other than to go, well, they exist. Could he have gone and, and learned all this stuff? And did, yeah. did anyone actually witness him, like, write it down? Or did he, like, go, well, hey, I wrote this down on my no, sleep No, he did it. In the, in the, in the, in the, they show him. In oh, hypnosis. Okay. Yeah, on the hypnosis, he, like, he goes, give me, a, give me a pad. I'll like, do it I right here. I can write him down. He, so, now, one of the points that somebody pointed out, I think it was, uh, it might have been Tyler from Secure Team. Yeah. He was talking about it. And he said, now, this is, this is the early 2000s, okay? People weren't, this wasn't really about video There was hoaxing. no YouTube. Right. Like, he had nowhere to post this right. evidence. Like, he wasn't trying to, yeah, it wasn't something that you were, because one thing, like the Patterson-Gimlin thing, I'm going to go out, I'm going to hoax footage, mm-hmm. right? You go out, whatever, people will always contest that they went out and they tried to fake this footage. They got one tr- shot at it, and that's what they did. This guy... This happened all the time. Yeah. And he was keeping track, and they show it. He keeps track of all of his encounters. Yeah, and they it's got a good it. timeline. All of these green ones are UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. All these purple ones are when I was abducted. All these yellow ones are when I saw an alien, right? I mean, so he he kept detailed fucking records of this. I mean, if this was a hoax, this is, like, like he That's said. That's why people are saying the most elaborate hoax. You've dedicated your life. To, to yeah. fucking hoaxing yeah. this. Over 10 years, I mean. And now, this is the thing, is as it gets more ridiculous, or as it gets more out there, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of have to start going, now, was it like something happened to this guy, and then he just kind of was like, no, you don't believe me? I-, I need to keep proving it. And and was it, you know, or was it like, I don't know. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. There's there were some I- interesting events. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some of the interesting events before we get into the crazy stuff. One of the interesting events that he captures and that I think is is really it's easy to fake, but it's also really interesting because I don't think it is. Is the overhead 
light footage. Um, he one oh, night, from the outside of the house, right? Okay. So one night, and this is one of some of the footage he shows. There, he his security camera was knocked out. There was a they found a, a, a circle burned in their lawn. Their security camera had been knocked out, and when he went back and watched it, you see what appears to be a light coming from the sky, shining on the ground, and then moving its way towards the security camera. And then there's, right before the security camera goes out, there's like bubbles or orbs or like something floating. Yeah, it gets really weird looking right before it cuts and out. And then it, it just cuts out. Mm-hmm. The next day he wakes up and he goes out to look at it and he discovers that not only is it knocked out, but around where the um, the security camera is mounted on the house, kind of in a halo fashion all the way down to the ground, Around this, in, a, in maybe a, I don't know, three-foot, four-foot kind of descending path, th- the siding looks clean. Yeah. Like it Doesn't was completely the other siding at all. cleaned off by whatever mm-hmm. this thing was. And he talks about how he was able to get a piece of this siding, and it looked like it had been cleaned down to, like, its molecular structure. Mm-hmm. Like it had taken the like dirt it was brand new again. out of the, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. out of the particles of this siding. But what's most interesting about this was the guys who showed up. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. I was still on board at this point. Yeah. Because that just got super weird. Yeah. Do you remember the story of the guys? Do you guys, either one of the guys want to tell that? Because he noticed the siding was clean in the middle. And this is before he got a part of it or anything. And right, then when he, he came wanted out, to get a piece. He wanted to take part of it down because he could tell there was such a difference. And then he came out, and there were people there reciting that side of his, his house. whole house. They did the whole house. The whole house. They, okay. Yeah, the he, whole house. I thought it was just that. Just side to of the like house. replace it. And it was just that side of the house. They didn't do the whole house. They just pulled off. I think no, it wasn't they just the did whole the whole side. Yeah, they just did the side but of it, the house. And he called his landlord, and the landlord's like, I didn't tell anybody to come out there and do the siding. And then he tried to look up the company that was on Bob, the van Bob Siding of yeah. Nebraska. <laughs> Totally sounds so sketchy, and yeah. the, and they didn't exist at all, and they right. wouldn't talk to him. And the thing I thought was cool about that, um, still believing it was all real and everything, is how he asked him what day it was and stuff. Like that's a good idea to document right. things to be like, wait, what day is it? Yeah. And they wouldn't even look at him; they just kept doing their work. But he it was said just that, so he said weird. he actually woke up to the banging and went yeah, outside, and they were taking right. it off. And his his landlord was on vacation at the time. When he called them, he said, I did not order this. I hope they don't charge me for this. Oh, yeah, that's right. And no, and like you said, he looked up the company and they told him that they couldn't, he couldn't have any of the siding because um, they needed all of it to prove to the landlord that they changed it. Oh, that's right. Because they lied to him because they were like, you can't have this siding. And then he snuck a piece. He snuck a piece off and that's how he got it tested. So now. Let's go through this. Okay. Could this entire thing have been faked or manipulated to make it seem like this was the narrative? See, I was 100% on board at this point. I was like, this would happen. This all, this kind of weird stuff always happens with abductees. I'm totally there. So, now, could he have stood on his roof with a light and done Oh, this? absolutely. Sure. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Melissa. This I was still on board at the this point. The light could totally be right. fake. However, well. um, 
once we got further into the documentary, and then I, be, I more so was like, this whole thing is fake. Yeah, we're not there right. yet. That's then why we're going to find then out the parts I, where the we fall The problem is, off. though, is that I, but the problem is, is that I backtracked onto everything before I and kind of started changing my mind yep. and started going, well, okay, if I think that this is fake, mm-hmm. then how could this other stuff that mm-hmm. I previously believed was real have been faked. And yep. so I, as far as this goes, this is one of those instances where I was again on board, mm-hmm. but then we got further down the line and I was like, okay, well then explain this. So I don't this know. This part is a, was a part I liked <sighs> about the storyline. Cause I, I was like, this is getting really interesting. Yeah. Now, I, I do totally think the beam of this. light is um, almost flimsy and moves like in short motions, like a flashlight would rather than something that was big and had a very direct beam of light. It looks like a flimsy movement, if that makes sense. And as far as the sighting goes, I mean, I also thought that Stan had had said that he had thought that it was melted, you know, and that he was claiming that the he outer... does do a lot of melting stuff. Yeah, like, and he was kind of explaining his, that, like, his brace, his medication. <laughs> yeah, he was saying that like the sighting was melts. melted. So I was almost kind of confused because I thought he was claiming that you know there was that white you know circle around the mm-hmm. video camera, and then everything else was kind of. I thought he was claiming that, that had been melted. So I'm, I'm, I guess I was confused on that part. Either way, um, I don't know about the little bubbles on the lawn. That looks kind of weird. I do think you can fake the the footage standing on either in a sure. tree or, or oh, doing yeah. something and yeah. shining the light because mm-hmm. there's nothing else other than a light on a ground. Sure. And his now, black and white cheap however, security However, the dudes, they could show up and it, he could have known that this siding was going to be changed and decided, fine, I'll hoax the siding. They'll change it. And the guys could have not looked at him because they don't. They're Wanna just changing. They're just right. changing the goddamn sighting. Like, or leave me alone, right? Or, um, you know, they didn't look at him because they're in on it, and <coughs> it's the perfect way not to reveal their face or show sure. that they're in on a hoax. All right, I, I don't I, know. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second and okay. say yes, I agree with all of this, except for the fact that I do. Once again, I have to say that it's not like he lived by himself. Yeah, off in the middle of fucking nowhere. He lived in a neighborhood, and chances are somebody probably would have seen old weird Stan Romanek standing on his roof with a giant spotlight <laughs> blowing bubbles down. It tr- looks just like a flashlight to it's me. It's a little bigger than a flashlight. Right. But even with a flashlight, <laughs> well, I, I, a even if he was flashlight. with a flashlight, I looked when, when they though. when they show oh, right, his house right. in the long in the long view. Okay, yeah. I looked, and he's got a nice little edge coming out from. You know, so that the security camera was tucked back underneath where his roof would have been. So for him to have gotten it there, he would have had to be out on the edge of his roof, shining. No, up. I said I, I. I don't think you think he was. I'm in not going to argue that with you. I'm not going to argue any of how he, how where he was standing exactly because that's a waste of time. I mean, <laughs> off to the side, possibly in a ladder, or mm. I don't know. Mm. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm not but saying I'm it couldn't saying have been faked. It, yeah, right. but it sounds it sounds it sounds like if he had been faking it and was standing in his tree or with had a flat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm assuming that like maybe somebody would have been able to see that and go, I saw him out though no, that you know That's what I'm saying. His neighbors might have already known and been like, Oh god, Stan's. Yeah, doing did somebody again. come out and ever <laughs> Let's say just ignore him? <laughs> that's what I would like to know. Did any they never did talk to any of his neighbors? Well then how come none of the neighbors have ever seen anything? I'm There's with so you. much surrounding him. Yeah. I mean you would think that a lot of times the neighbors do see weird stuff. Too. Yeah, I would have liked right. to have known what his neighbors said. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. likewise, if, if people, if you would see him faking it, you would almost certainly, with the amount of activity this guy incurs, someone would go, yeah, I saw that thing floating All in the, the air. Other, oh, I, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into it more, but it seems like every other person in his life is like, we're watching you, bleh. 
Yeah. Like how he gets jumped. Keep yeah. your mouth shut. Like yeah. The yeah, only he... other people in his life outside of like his wife, is, they all seem like conspiracy against Stan. Well, and all of them, if you notice that everybody that they talk to in the in the documentary, all of his friends, mm-hmm. all of the people around him are UFO researchers, mm-hmm. UFO experts. Those are the only people he talks to. He doesn't. That's and we even said that. Like, there's not a. There's he doesn't not like have, a one like not, Larry not one, his like, friend Larry brother, comes to the sister, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. anybody. Yeah, who just, I don't know, I saw him and he, boy, it was a lot. Like his neighbors yeah. probably already knew he right. was nuts. And we're like, man. Eh, and see, and that's what I would like thing. to know. If there was people that have been like, oh, I see this guy out at three o'clock in the morning all the time. <laughs> his flashlight did, and a camera. Did anyone so talk weird. to those people? That what that I would like to know. I mean, about. that's the problem with it. I think it's a very biased, uh, opinion, opinionated documentary in the sense that it, it stands story, for God's sake. Right. I mean, it's going to be in favor of what he tells yeah, you I would have liked it's, to it's see according that. it might be according to stan like it's <laughs> i yeah, would have liked to not, see a little bit more it's not research right. it's just a biography right. yeah it's him telling yeah. this is what happened to me yeah i would have liked to have have to be a little more investigative and maybe it will because of what ends up ultimately happening to stan um some of the interesting <laughs> stuff that that i thought was a little more fascinating than any of the ufo stuff and any of the alien stuff was kind of the, the orbs and the shadow figures yeah oh my yeah. god those scared me to death those those to me are the, the he has some really incredible orb footage yeah. orbs oh, in his yeah. house that have that fly through the ones that fly through totally um, freaked me out. the ones out that are just out floating around his tree mm-hmm. these aren't these aren't lightning bugs these aren't Lasers. These are what I would call ghost orbs, but they were red and they were different. Mm-hmm. And then there, then he captures one from an outside security footage of something that flies in over his house that's lit. It's like a little ball. It looks like a, a softball or maybe mm-hmm. a cantaloupe size. And it flies over his house, lighting up the roof as it passes. And then in his windows, you can see it go kind of out and back of his house and then oh, turn crazy. around and fly off. Yep. In the reflection, that those to me are are kind of inexplicable mm-hmm. because I know how you can fake. I mean, we we talk about we can fake this other stuff. Those orbs and those shadow pictures that he gets a lot of shadow the people. Shadow in his yeah, house. people were I, so. Scary. I don't know how you fake them. Yeah, I said no. my cat was looking at something. I took a picture and he, he captures right a shadow there. in there. Ugh. Or the one that he said I walked out and I saw something picking up my remote and he has a, sh- a picture of a shadow figure with its remote, yeah. his remote yeah. in its hand. No, oh, those pictures were terrifying. Those to me, though, that was the part of the though that section, the the shadow figures and that mm-hmm. orb fly. But those are the ones that I was like, "Well, the fuck is this?" Yeah, and mm-hmm. is there a and is there something that that coincides? Is this if if Stan's telling the truth? Okay, let's let's say he's telling the truth about being in touch with aliens. He has been abducted. He has experienced some of these things. Even if not all these things are real, he has had some of this stuff. Is there a tie between? Paranormal energy, shadow figures, these kind of events, orbs, and alien activity. I don't know. From I mean, his story, you would totally think so. You would. It seems like the, the, there's almost these interdimensional mm-hmm. alien shadow figures in his house. Well, totally. I mean, there's times when people, when we talk about sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. I mean, some of the beings that they see are large, almost alien-looking yeah, that's creatures true. That's with very almond true. eyes. Aliens you know? come, they're paralyzed too. Right. So, right. Like or they see a black ways. shadow person. Yeah. Or sometimes they see, I don't know. I don't know. So as far as the, on this topic, the orbs and the shadow figure, the pictures look very convincing. They look like shadow oh, figures. Oh, totally. 
And the orbs, I don't know how you'd fake that. The orbs yeah. are they just fly very crazy. natural. Um, they look and it very... changes. It goes to like the negative setting too, yeah. like of the picture. Yeah. So like you could kind of tell if that there it's was in a way frame. To... I mean, yeah. it's it's there in his frame, and it's 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 convincing and compelling. Mm-hmm. And those those to me are the part of the story where where I'm like, okay, something's going on here. Up till this point, you have me. The mm-hmm. shadow people. Yep. Yeah. The orbs. Totally. You know, the, uh, the, even, even the sightings. wounds, I would say some of his wounds some are Some of his weird. wounds are really convincing. Like, very, the, like, cir- and they're almost they're like circular like burns. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, almost like how crop circles are And the little, like, shaped. triangle ones. Yeah. yeah. Like, and for those of you, uh, you know, I, if, I, I hope you've watched the documentary at this point. <laughs> We're just going to spoil everything. But, yeah, he comes back and he'll wake up with these strange wounds that either look like pokes or burns. They look like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, like what... The cover of signs looks like like a like yeah, a crop oh, totally. circle with a yeah. and then they show up under black lights. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most one of the most interesting ones was that he was he was in his backyard. He tells a story. He was in his backyard and he something happened. He turned and there was like a wheelbarrow of bricks and he tore his ACL and just tore it up. And he was in a brace. He was in a cast and he was scheduled to have uh, surgery like a week later. And I mean, it was it was completely fucked. He was going in for surgery on a Wednesday, I believe it was, and that Tuesday night, um, he had another one of his weird experiences where he woke wakes up and his wife finds him, and she's been looking for him, and she's and he's ah fuck it, let's just go back to bed because you know just got abducted again, so let's go get some <laughs> shut eye. So oh they God. go back to bed and they wake up the next morning, and there's another one of these burned circles in his backyard. And she's like, hey, come look at this. And he walks over to look at it. And she goes, you know, hey, come here. And he says, what? And she goes, come here. And he walks over to see her and then realizes he's walking. And then he goes, where's the fuck my, where the fuck is my brace? Where's my cast? And he goes outside and he finds his knee brace completely fucking melted. Melted on the lawn. To nothingness. Like, this is a, you know, it's gone. It's it's disintegrated. Mm -hmm. Ash and fire. And he's walking around. And he's fine. He's fine. There's no pain in his knee. Yep. His ACL's fixed. He's got these four circular kind of poke mark looking things on the back yeah, of his the leg. the aliens fixed it. And his, and his ACL's fine. Yep. So. Now, and, okay, so on this one. On this one. Uh, again, I maybe he could have just like poured miracle Grow on his grass in a circular motion and it will kill it swimming pool yeah something swimming pool perfect <laughs> melissa yeah just keep moving the swimming pool around yep and yep. it kills the grass um the knee brace he could have melted because like you said he's got like kind of a little melting, melting fetish yeah on. um and is there any medical like is there any way like we didn't talk to his doctor that was like yeah he came back to me and he was healed like the doctor they do they, talk to they the do. doctor they recorded well, the conversation when they went back in and the doctor was like we, i don't do know we, what to tell you we don't do we hear know before. that it's a real doctor we hear like, the after do we after know the that this yeah, is a, a not a fake like it do we, we don't see any medical friends. right like, it could yeah it could he yes he could have gone into a room and recorded this with anybody yeah. all right sure yeah there's no no but here's the here's the thing i'm going to say this it's not like everybody in the, in the UFO community is just eager to believe. In fact, I would dare say, just like us with our paranormal investigation, most people are like, all right, Stan, convince me, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to just go, Stan, tell us all your stories. So I would assume that if there were simple explanations like the, the swimming pool was leaving a circle of grass or yeah. he had faked it and had never seen a doctor, somebody in MUFON, somebody in one of these case studies, one of these guys who wants to catch Stan slipping, 
would have found that. If it was just as easy as him being able to fake this conversation with a doctor or, you know, I'm assuming that that in order for this to have get made into this documentary and these people to put their name on it and present this, most of the easy answers have probably been crossed off the list. Yeah, or it generates interest in sure, but not and in... Yeah, but you don't want to generate interest in a hoax. I don't think this was really that MUFON supported, though. No, but there were people that, what I'm saying is, like, I I would Uh, assume that most, his cases have been looked into. There are people who, yeah, who do not believe what he does in the UFO community. There's a whole bunch of people who don't believe because. I might be one of them. Now, and he (laughs) also talks about not, not just being taken and healed, but he'll wake up with bloody noses. He'll wake up, like we said, with these wounds and these scratches and these pokes and these burns. Mm-hmm. But at one point, he says that he was riding his bike home one night and was confronted by a group of military personnel. Mm-hmm. Well, what he looked, he thought looked very military. Yeah. And like they were trying to rough him up and try to get in a fight. And he said he would, he had a bike chain wrapped around his hand and fought back. And like he came home and was all, said he was all beat up from this thing. But again, he was riding his bike. He didn't film it he doesn't have it no he said somebody he was wearing an alien shirt in the picture right and in the picture he comes back and he's like he's totally beat up like four black eyes and like all the eyes all all the eyes are black and like i mean he's like how you would um, a movie art you know makeup yeah. artist would make a person who just got in a fight mm-hmm. but then he takes a the picture over the top. And it's supposed to be the same thing, and it's just this, tons of bandaging this on his is nose. How, when it started, but there's going no bruising, right? Yeah. So there's no consi- the the damage is not consistent between the two pictures. Sure. I mean, and we don't know how long the, how me. how long the the pictures were. I'm with you. There's there's a lot of it because it it does seem like, hey guys, I got beat up. By the military guys, yeah. you know, it, wearing my alien shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the way he tells the story, he's he makes it sound like he was he fought him off like he was Batman with the like, bike. He chain. did like he makes it sound like he's so fucking heroic. I don't know. Yeah, poor I, Stan. I'm really ripping him like apart. But man maybe he did. It. Maybe he's been abducted. And I'm sorry, Stan, if you have. But if you're making this up, then I'm really mad at you. And I just think I don't know. I think he's. Now here's here's we'll where it starts. It. We'll here's where there. it starts getting fucking <laughs> wonky. Things are going downhill. It's taking a turn. Stan, are we there? Stan came. Oh. Stan came to popularity. Kind of came to public mention when he debuted um, a video called "The Window Peeker." <laughs> Peekaboo. Now he. <laughs> guys can't even. I'm just <laughs> laughing because I'm picturing the video in my it's mind. It's so fucking goofy, right? It's so fucking goofy. And I'm terrified of according aliens. to Stan. Oh according to Stan, he thought that there was uh, some sort of peeping tom, somebody peeking in his window. So he set his camera, which he always has because of all of his encounters near him. So that would answer that question. <laughs> On a tripod, pointed at the window, and captured what he alleges to be an alien peeking its head up and then popping its head back down. <laughs> and it does. It looks like somebody poking like a, a, head a puppet, up, a puppet yeah. head up, turning a it, stick. and then dropping it back down. Yeah. Again. Now, it, it does look fucking ridiculous. Oh it does. And it's in perfect frame. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh it's, my God. It's, nothing, yeah, it's, it's framed as, per, as beautifully. <laughs> it's centered oh as God. any goddamn... Um, it's like America's Funniest Home Videos. It's so, it totally it's, is. And according to him, he thinks it's a person. He comes back. He goes, yeah, I got him. And he comes back. Because there was these flashes of light also in the video mm-hmm. that, that, that you say look like they come from in the house. Yeah, they he look like. He says came from outside. Uh, I don't know. 
He says they're so bright, but they're so faint you barely even see them. And yeah, they're like so, little blips. Like. Well, and he does have it on night vision, so it's hard to say what it would look like. It's, it, it, but point being, uh, he says he runs over to the window thinking it's a person. He sees what looks like a kid running away, and uh, and he kind of startles him. It's kind of it's just silly. And I don't know. The second video, he says he wakes up. <laughs> That's a good one, too. He, he calls bad. it the grandfather alien. <laughs> That's like the wacky neighbor alien. And he, <laughs> he says he wakes up on the ground, and he grabs his video camera. Um, and in the story, he says he, he saw what he thought was somebody naked, like a naked kid running through his living room and he thought oh it God, was okay, but this, but this is interesting he yes. thought it was his his stepson yes. and so he went to grab his camera and according to stan to film him so he could blackmail him because he thought that he as all stepdads do <laughs> right so instead awful. of going instead of going this hey why so are you naked <laughs> i'm just gonna go film goes. my stepson naked and oh make God. sure he's uh well, to, to blackmail him and dude he was having a he was having a sleepover with some friends, so he thought yeah. his friends had dared him to do something. Yes, mm-hmm. right. So like a but, prank. But he had also said in that documentary, kind of to play along to this point, that the first peeping tom that he saw, he thought, "Oh, they're here to they're watching my stepdaughter." Yeah. So he oh, also like thinks peep- this alien's a perv. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Takes one to know one. So, right? so, he's, <laughs> so he's he's turning around his kitchen in the video footage, and he goes to where his sliding glass doors are, where you would have you know a sliding glass door in a kitchen opening up to the outside. And in there's just an alien leaning in, and he just kind of leans it, like leaning in from from off from where the like waist up, yeah, just the little chest, just like leaning in, and then he just kind of goes, and then he leans it. I mean, his ankles must be at forty five degrees. I mean, standing, he's standing at forty five, leaning in, like a puppet, and it does look exactly. Now it blinks just like the other one blinks. He's slow, like all animatronic, like right. And it does look ridiculous. Now, (laughs) I'm going to present something just for thought. Okay. Okay. Now, I look at these videos. There is no way that in my eyes. Now, I can tell. When When I'm looking, we've watched so many of these videos, so many things. My eyes are pretty good at picking out when I can tell if something is organic or not. Like, I can look at some video and go, oh, that's clearly... That, like that video from Peru or Venezuela of the weird thing that's walking in the desert that doesn't look like it's touching the ground at all and it just looks completely fit. You can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no part of these puppets that make my eyes or my brain think that is an organic creature. Uh-oh. There's no part of it that put fear in me like I'm looking at an alien. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was looking at a, at a puppet, right? Yeah, so let's totally. say both it of those. It literally made me laugh out loud. There, I, yeah, there, when I saw it, I genuinely laughed. And, and that was the point in the documentary. I was like, God. Damn it. I'm out. <laughs> I was so upset because right. I felt insulted because it looked so stupid. Right. But and it, it, it would have been a great prank. Like, if somebody did it to me, I would have screamed my head off, but I yeah. would have instantly known but that's it was what it fake. Looks like. It just it looks, looks like, like a prank. prank. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so I'm just Which gonna I know present where you're going to present something for thought. We've discussed this before, and as we talked about after we watched Unacknowledged, there were reports that the government does have divisions that fake alien encounters. Yes. When people start getting too close or when people start mm-hmm. getting too deep, they intentionally try to scare them. Yes. So what if this is fake? What if this video was 100% fake? That's a puppet, an alien puppet. But Stan didn't fake it. It's just like not he fake believes it. Stan. It. Yes. Stan filmed what he believes is an alien. 
But what that was was one of these black op government agencies <laughs> fucking scaring him with a fucking alien puppet because that's what it looks like. Like somebody would lean oh and pulls so off. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Would think it was right, a prank. and you would think you would think to yourself the very first time. Right, I I probably would be much like uh, Joaquin Phoenix in the in the closet in Signs when <laughs> yes. he sees the alien. He goes, oh, yeah. children." You know, you would be. I would feel some sort of fucking uncomfortableness yeah, looking at an alien being. Stan moves closer to this thing. Yeah, and he's what? Is, what is he doing? What's it doing? Where are he what Where are you doing? doing? Yeah, it's not. There's no. I thought part he was going to talk seems... to him. Hey, little guy. Yeah, yeah, I did too. You want some? You want? Yeah, Oreo? invite him in for yeah, milk and cookies. <laughs> and then it cuts to them like eating an Oreo. Oh, yeah. they the, don't know with an Oreo <laughs> cookie. Yeah, so I mean, he's the wacky neighbor alien, like peeking in the window. And then shit goes How's off the. At that point, I mean, then, oh, then everything about this from this point on goes crazy. Stan also alleges that he he has fathered anywhere from what was it <laughs> seven to nine nine yes. seven to alien nine hybrid children that uh, he visits when he's abducted. He's remembered through these regressions, but as also he has a apparently space lover, yeah. That's what's so interesting about this. He's also apparently has proof of these not only children but these encounters. He has now. I don't. I don't know how they recorded them. They didn't talk about this, but these conversations where he's on the phone with someone. It sounds like almost like a conference call, and there's there's a little girl's voice coming through oh, the his phone daughter. call, and it's it's interesting. I mean, it's not something that you couldn't just fake and put on because again, I'm with you. I don't know yeah. how they did this. Are they all yeah. on the same house, listening on different lines? Are they on different places? That got weird when he passed out. Because right. remember when they were talking on the phone and then there was like weird music yeah, and like, he's like, I feel weird. And then he falls down, they call back and he's passed out on yeah, the floor. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, Stan passed out. Um, I mean, like, but then there's like the weird calls from like the British Siri. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah. Starseed. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we couldn't do that again if we tried. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, brilliant. that was fucking brilliant. Um, shit. Oh, but yeah, they do. Those they, phone there's calls apparently are like these. This is what bothers me the most about it. One, it sounds like an automated voice, like when um, YouTube videos have, you know, the voice read yeah, it for them. And the you can tell that the, the voice doesn't know what words coming out. And that's so they don't, you know, move into one fluently. They're I, I, abrupt. I, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds very automated, like it's just reading a script. And. Uh, so he could very easily have programmed, programmed it. Yeah, you and, just and type the, a computer the, and then the thing hit play. about it, it's the voice, all that shit bothers me. But the thing that bothers me the most is within it, it's the dialogue where she's uh-huh. like, oh, you, everything that Stan has encountered is real. Yeah. Like, and then, like, it focuses, and then it's like. Stan does he, not know how Stan special he is, is. He is extra, like it says, like extraordinary. Yeah. Like, the movie, like, he's very special. He's different. Sorry for my British accent. No, I'm sorry. Love it. But, That's great. But, um, all that stuff, like it's just, it's very much talking him up. It's mm-hmm. like almost saying, like he's telling the truth. Yeah, like, it seems it's very self serving. So, yeah, the the phone calls with the little girl that come through are interesting. There's a few that you know. Sorry, we couldn't see you. We, we're trying to, you know. And it's like these weird. <laughs> why is she British too? You're silly. Yeah, it's not British. <laughs> She's like, like, why yeah. does he have British children that are offspring she didn't sound that are British. alien? I think she just sounded like like hurry, like, a wispy little we're, fairy we're trying, girl. We're trying, we're trying to see you. 
my name is it. It means bliss. <laughs> like, it's really weird and interesting. <laughs> yeah, now, he did say, that, and then he goes so far as to say that there was a picture, and they show it, of, <laughs> like, this, this little girl yes. came up and said, I miss you, Daddy, and gave him flowers and ran away. <laughs> yeah. Because why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you stop her? Now, was this at the UFO, at the UFO convention? convention? Yes. Right. And yes. that somebody took pictures of this girl with these giant <laughs> eyes. That, and I'm like, but nobody. her eyes are closed like she's sleeping on an airplane. Right. Like, and, nobody... like, someone just, like, uh, computer altered the like, eyebrows. Like, to make no, it look weird. Uh, no one at the UFO conference was like, "Hey, alien-looking girl." Yeah, it was, like, we're talk all about interested the in worst this. Place yeah, to be Jesus if you look Christ! That much it's like, like an Big alien foot going to a fucking Sasquatch festival in a trench coat and a hat, like <laughs> Raphael from the Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> no one will notice me. <laughs> oh, those Bigfoot tracks sure are big. <laughs> you know, come on, it, it's. Those type of things. And the pictures, he yeah. says that he's taken pictures the picture of the kids. The picture of the little girl, like, on the, the fence. Don't, the don't even. Don't, don't. It's so stupid. Don't. It's, I can't. It's so, it's, and that's what's so shitty about I this. I know. Some of it is so fucking good but, and convincing. Yeah, and yeah. other shit, you're like, that is photo. The little but aliens that he says he gets in the back of the pictures that look like fucking lawn ornaments. <laughs> The blow-up ones. The yeah, blow-up blow ones. Up aliens. You get from, oh like, oriental trading, like, in a 50-pack. Yeah, it looks like so... <laughs> for parties. It looks put them out so on bad. Yeah. Yeah. So oh bad. Some of it is so bad. That's what's so... And here's the problem with all of that, is that if we were... If, if I was ever going to be, you know, in favor of Stan, which I want to be, because some of the stuff I cannot explain. I cannot explain the orbs. I cannot explain the pictures. But the problem is, is that if it is the government, let's even say it's Stan, and, and it's the government fucking with him, and he legitimately has no idea that this is not an organic experience. Then, But the problem is, is that the government didn't fake that picture he provided. Right. He went out and took that picture. Right. They didn't, you know, That's they're true. not That's faking some true. of that shit. That's true. That's so, got to so be him doing it. So is some of it real and some of it fake? And that's I don't know. That's I don't... where you draw the line. I mean, and, and the thing is, is he's... Like, he talks about some of this stuff. Like, with the kids, he says that there was a time where he, he w- it was raining and they were there with a bunch of friends at the house. And he looked out and he saw what looked like a little girl out yeah, in the in rain a in jumps- a gray jumpsuit. Yeah. And he said he took a picture of it and told everybody to come here and look at it. And they all saw this picture of this girl in the gray jumpsuit standing at the end of his driveway. And he went to put it on his computer so they could look at it. And as he walked away, it went beep. And he looked and the picture was gone. Like, it had deleted itself off his camera. So yeah. that's either that either happened or a bunch of his UFO friends are going to be part of a Stan Romanek story. Yeah. You know? Um, one of the most interesting things was that during hypnotic regression, he kept, you know, he, he had remembered the kids and he had remembered being in, in a UFO and he'd remembered being there with other people. And at one of his UFO conferences, he saw this woman and kept thinking, wow, you look really, really familiar to me. Oh who, are who are you? Who is Victoria. that woman? And then it occurred to him that it was his UFO wife. Yep. It was the woman. His wife. Yeah. His, his, I love this. That, that had been up in, and every time he had visited his children, this woman had been there. And, like, she was, I'm guessing, the mother of the kids. But or they're, not they're, they're not aliens. They're not aliens. They're just humans. They hybrids? Like, or I'm wondering if she was just always abducted with him and, or... Maybe maybe they put maybe she was they had put See, things inside. I was already her. She was like the incubator. The, the I was already on the bullshit train, and I was like, "This is the best excuse for an affair ever." That's exactly <laughs> what we said. That is exactly what we said. Yeah, his, it, it wasn't yeah, an affair. His, it was the alien. 
That's exactly yeah. what we said. And, the, and then, his like his wife like said, Griffin. well, so and his was... wife even said she was jealous she was, of when yeah, she started she coming around and they would go hang out together. And I'm like, no. And she seemed kind of shady, too, the other lady. She seemed like. like she was upset with what had happened to her, mm-hmm. but yet she was not willing to let go of him yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, who's to say? Yeah. And, and I mean, again, so you kind of go, look, if this is, if this is a, a fake, right? Now, at this point, he's involved his wife. He's involved this space wife. He's mm-hmm. involved his friends. This is a far-reaching hoax. Yeah. Because there are multiple people that are claiming, yes, I was there. I saw the picture. I see yeah. the thing. I do the thing. I'm on the, the I'm, I was wife, in the spaceship with him. Mm-hmm. His wife even said, I would never lie for him. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of weird yeah. in the documentary. I was like, or, what or, are you trying to set up here, lady? Or she would. Yeah. <laughs> Right um, to your face. Is right there. there is now. There is video. We watched this. I sent this to you. I don't. Mm-hmm. Do, I, yes, I, don't, I watched. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Oh. no, no. It's so- Stan is doing a, a Skype interview with with somebody for a podcast or a YouTube video or something. And <laughs> like he's an Australian guy. Yeah, right, right. That's right. He is. He yeah, sounds like he doesn't buy it at all. Yeah, like, yeah. This guy's like this guy's like his, his hey, bullshit Steve. detector is wherever. <laughs> yeah. um, but he in the video stands like alleging that shit is getting thrown, but you can see him literally flicking it, like uh, <laughs> flicking it from the fucking video. And then he's all worried. I don't what? know what. What's going I don't know where that came from. I always love how he says, I don't know what it was or where it came from, but here it is. <laughs> I don't know where it went, what it was, but this is what was thrown this at me. A, it was a well, how do you know that's what was, what, what was thrown at you? You just said you knew what it was. Now, so oh, that video. Phony. Now, here's the thing. And it like keeps happening, like four things yeah. in, like within the span of like <laughs> you can he hasn't even been on this interview for a done. minute. Yeah, and this shit starts, starts happening. happening. Like he's got to so, start playing the yeah, tricks. So now, like, are you here to talk about aliens, or is, you, is there ghosts? Are yeah. there ghosts mm-hmm. throwing shit at you? Get the fuck. So <laughs> look, let's let's talk about in the prologue of of Stan Romanek. Now, pop, people are probably wondering, unless you watch the documentary, which you should have at this point. I'm, I don't know why you're still here. If you haven't watched this, go watch it. <laughs> Because uh, here's the here's the here's the big spoiler. In 2013, 14, 2014, 14, Stan was arrested on charges of child pornography. Ew. Authorities found no. uh, child pornography on his on his uh, computers in his possession. Now, the documentary does say and does allege and does show that there have been cases where people have been set up by government agencies or by you know you where they hack into somebody's computer and they put all of these planning evidence. I basically. can believe that. Right. I can believe that yeah, that would actually too. be quite easy. Yeah, it's right. definitely easy it's, to do. It is, right, we just drop in mm-hmm. a bunch of child pornography stuff and then we come in here and we we take the, and we go. Hey, we found it. You have it. Yep, and he yep. goes, I don't have it. Oh, sure, perv. And then yeah. who listens to it? Who listens? It's one of the worst things. Like it's not like we don't frame it for murder. We don't need to do that. We just yeah. need to put something just that's completely totally destroy all credibility. Right. And yep. now you're this guy. So mm-hmm. right now he's still facing these charges, mm-hmm. but he maintains his innocence. He does say that he was set up. He was framed. He, this is not mm-hmm. him. They kind of point out that it happened to you know major people like politicians right. and, yeah. and people in power that can really be taken out by something like that. Some so kind of it scandal. can be a power play, right? So I can believe this. It's, I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting. It's an interesting. Um, an interesting twist, I guess yeah. you could say. But the fact of the matter is, is that he. That's what happened to him. So 
that either means that perhaps, I guess one of a couple things, either, okay, let's put it this way, right? If he was telling the truth, right, and aliens were abducting him, I don't know that aliens would be abducting somebody and and all of this and if he if 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 he was doing that as well like i think aliens would probably understand they gotta be that. a good person well i don't know i would assume <laughs> that like, like i would assume aliens would know what was right and what was wrong and not I, I, okay i i would ass- i mean they're forcing him to have a ufo wife and nine right. kids i'm like Maybe i don't, don't feel like know. i feel like they're kind of doing the same thing to them okay so there's either Here's one the of three possible all right he either he he is right. what he is and right. he really did that right or he was on to something and the government had to intervene right and 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 that's how they intervened. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, or he was in, and and the UFO was was a was what a, co- a cover up, I guess, to to get people off the trail of his child pornography. No, no, no. I'm saying either he is a he either right, he did right. do that, or he was getting too close, and they thought we right. need to See, varnish what, his reputation yeah. by saying this is what he is. That's the part that and they will make never sense believe anything. He's they don't even care about UFOs anymore because all they're going to see when they look at this right. guy's face is you're a pedophile now. And see that, that I guess that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Is if you were, and and who knows? I mean, it, it could happen. But if you were legitimately like uh, into that, and that was your thing, and you had it, I don't feel like you'd want a lot of attention. Attention, <laughs> right? You wouldn't be constantly like bringing people. Like, I mean, then we go back to those comments DL. that we pointed out. You know about. Him saying, I thought it was my stepson naked, yeah. and my first instinct is to get my, my video, video camera. My yeah. video camera. It's, it is interesting. You know, and then I, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. very so weird. Let's, okay, so, so as now we kind of talked about the evidence. Let's just t- in close and let's talk about this. Stan, do you give him a pass or do you think that he's, which, where is he at? Are you 50 50? Um, okay. Oh, Stan, 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 Stan. You. <laughs> He's a tricky one. Um, I I think that there are, in the beginning, like Melissa said, there were so many things that I, I still don't really understand how he could fake the orb videos and some of the, the shadow figure pictures. I right. don't know. Unless they're just not his. And he finds videos. But then somebody would have probably come forward sure. and said, that's my shit. I, I don't know, I don't yeah. know how he does that. Um, but then I see the video where he's clearly, you see his hand tossing stuff and he's pretending it's happening. <laughs> and, and then the alien. And I mean... We had, uh, was it Betty and Barney Hill that were the, they had been abducted and they drew like the aliens and remember how we talked about the government. He took a lot of that story and and that's why I didn't believe him. And I think like. He said he wore, like came back in her pajamas. Oh, he, that was one really? of his abduction things. Yeah, there's a lot of in stuff. Her, oh, I didn't that's even know about that crazy documentary. shit. That's on the internet. Oh, we gotta, I gotta In the documentary, it says he claimed that he had been returned. They are talking about a lot oh. of the things. And he'd been returned in women's pajamas, but they don't say Betty Hill, but that's oh, actually who he said it was. Hmm. Well, the point I was going to make is that uh, he, when they were abducted, they claimed that the aliens that they saw, you know, they kind of drew them. And then we kind of talked about how there might be these uh, black ops parts of the government that mm-hmm. make these alien things to scare people and that they use sometimes disfigured people. And if you kind of look at what the aliens look like that Betty and Barney Hill drew, they kind of look like. More D- like disfigured, disfigured humans rather than aliens, almost, yeah. right? And so there's a part of me that thinks this could definitely be happening. Mm-hmm. He, he could have been duped by the government. Yeah. But then, again, I they didn't fake his pictures. Yeah. They didn't come to his house and say, I took that picture and yeah. there was a little girl in it. He right. did. Yeah. Um, 
And then the pedophile thing. I don't ah. know. I, if this, if the, if he has been truly fucked with his entire life, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, because But if he sucks. is fucking with us, I don't <laughs> That's know. a different story. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what do you think? Um, Just kind of giving away his character. He documented right after his first abduction, and he filmed it like, this is after my first abduction. And that's mm-hmm. really weird for any alien abductee to know, because they Start don't make a connection like it. right off. And... I feel like he did fake it, and I feel like he kind of faked everything, even though I do think a lot of his evidence is convincing. Just because the original thing he did at the beginning of the movie was film Colorado and make a little video to get what he wanted to have his girlfriend come visit yep, that's So true. I feel like he's making videos to get what he wants, mm-hmm. and then that's what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's kind of just my own like, he also character illustrates- definition of him, but... Yeah, when he's, and same thing with character, when he's speaking, he does a lot of the things that um, people do when they're making up something, like where their eyes go, you can kind of watch. Oh, yeah, you can tell the different yes, directions. depending on whether they're lying or not, and he does a lot of the telltale signs of I'm making this shit up as I go, yeah. or I'm trying to remember a story that didn't actually happen versus recalling a memory. Right. Interesting stuff. I don't know. Um, watch the documentary. Like I said. It's on Netflix. At so. least for the peekaboo video. <laughs> yeah, just, I want to know funny. what you guys think. It's pretty crazy, ridiculous nonsense, but uh, it's pretty fascinating uh, nonetheless. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What's, yeah. your, what's your take? Like I said, uh, my cutoff was the middle part of that documentary. The alien the, the, the shadow figures. There is a way to fake anything. I am certain of it. Mm-hmm. His time frame, eh, Photoshop, I mean, he, he the, none of these things look... The, the, the orbs, the flyby, that one, the one in his tree, the shadow figures, that kind of stuff, to me, none of that looked fake. There was yeah. no part of that looked fake. It could have been, it like you said, not his. Real. It could have been, but it didn't look fake. Right. Everything else did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, oh. if this is, this guy has spent 14 years of his life, I mean, up till when he was arrested. He was big on the UFO Hoaxing circuit, uh-huh. everyone, I mean, right? Uh-huh. I mean, so did you, you make a? You, you make money a, all right, well, for appearing at those places. I don't know, but I'm with you. You did point this out. This is Stan's story. This isn't an objective yeah, view of the Stan Romanick overview, yeah. right? So I would like to see that. I don't know. Watch that. Let us know what you think. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, any of that. Do me a favor. Go to iTunes or uh, um, I don't know if they can do it on the on the Stitcher or the the Google Play, but I know on iTunes you can. And, and rate us if you want to. If you're listening to us right then, just do it right now. Just give us a little rating. Write a little review if you want. That I know I, I've asked people to do that in the past, and it's not really for like our ego. But the more ratings we get, the more reviews we get, the higher up we get in the rankings, the higher, Yay. the more they push us, the more you know, the more. The more popular the the, the, the this it. appears to be, but yeah, do that please, and uh, you know let let uh, let us know uh, that you're out there and you're listening, and we're not just talking to the air. So thanks so much. Um, we actually had a couple of things that we just didn't get to. We had a story that um, a listener story that was supposed to be sent in last week that was sent in this week, but I didn't actually get to it because we just kind of talked about Stan for too long. So I'm going to save that for next time. Um, and uh, we'll have some more Ripper updates next time as well. Oh, so yeah. This is going to be interesting. Thing. Yeah, yes. it's an ongoing That's series. Cool. So who knows what's going to happen. So until next time, go find out if, you know, for yourself what you think about Stan. Go see if he's faking. Uh, build your own alien puppet and see if you can recreate the video in your own backyard. <laughs> Let us know. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, next week we will talk about uh, some cool stuff. Um, 
I, I want to do a little more research. I had a friend uh, up in Seattle film a, film a UFO that uh, we can share the share the footage of this last Ooh. week. So it's some interesting, interesting stuff. So uh, come back next time because we got a lot more to talk about that we didn't even get to this time. So on behalf of Danny and Melissa and everybody here at the Area 2, two I can't ever do this, Area 52 <laughs> recording facilities. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It. We'll see you next time. <laughs> The Ripper obviously has fascinated people for over 120 years. The mystery is everybody's perception of Jack the Ripper is a man with a black cape and a tall black hat and a Gladstone bag stalking the dimly lit fog-bound streets of Whitechapel. The scene that greeted the police officers was almost like a butcher's shop. Her body was, in effect, nothing more than a carcass.